You're about to enter the world of Strawberry Ice and the Ice Cave. Let's go! You know, league, the league rule was you're not really supposed I'll to take him out of that conversation. In that Man, he started from absolute scratch. I would draft Aziz Ojolari or any, any uh, nobody's doing seven step drops in playing, right you know, playing tackle for him. So right. it's almost 22 years old. Devonta Smith, same thing. You, you, you just can't. You, you can't do that. You can't do that. I thought that in 2010 that he should be in the Hall of Fame, and they put him in after he is gone. So that's yeah, to fill the stadium. Yeah, I, I remember you guys saying that. It's crazy. I, I see that he's taken uh, the non. But overall, that that line wasn't better. No, um, I, you know, they still... you know, he's talking to the refs and, and saying, "Hey, I'm not going to get those calls." He's, he's coming. He, he, what, he's oh, yeah. coming. He'd be in section 158 with me. So we're... these guys have learned basically since they've been in the major leagues. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trunapole. And if my face looks even redder than normal, that's because I was out on the bridge in the hot-ass sun <laughs> watching the Bengals practice. So my face might be a little redder than it normally is. Now do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 1,102 subscribers. That is great. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed, hit the, the word subscribe. Make it change colors. Hit the bell for the notification. So every time I go live, you guys will be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chats, if you guys want to support what I'm doing, we have the super chats going on there. So make sure you give me a super chat comment and I will pop it up as fast as I can. So. Like I said, I was at the bridge today. It was hot. It was a run through. Um, it was. It wasn't a padded practice. It was kind of vanilla, but it was pretty. Still pretty cool. So I gotta go bring in one of my favorite guys. And if you guys don't check out his podcast, you should. It's Ace from Orange Is a New Black podcast. Ace, what's going on, brother? What up, Ice Man? Man, it's hot. <laughs> the ice man is hot. Ice man is hot, dude. I'm 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 sitting in the air conditioning still. Man, I'm still hot. I'm like, Phew. those guys are walking off the field. They're all sweating and everything, and I'm sweating. I'm like, I didn't even play, and I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, the worse I do uh, as far as the heat goes. But it was still fun going out there. And look, look at you. You're in Florida. You're wearing a jacket. Yeah, I'm jealous of you, though, man. I want to be able to, to attend some of those practices and sit on the on the bridge with you, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. It, it's I like it up there. And the funny thing is the Bengals are starting to get to know – I don't know if they know me, but they know the crazy guy that's on the bridge. You know, I'll be like, hey, how you guys doing? Yeah, I'm the crazy guy on the bridge. I'm like, dude, you're nuts. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty cool. So let's get into – what the the news of the day, which I mean, there's nothing really big breaking news as far as you know the Bengals go today, but the the narrative at camp right now, you know, is Jackson Carmen is going with the the third string. Um, he's not going to start uh, Saturday night. If well, the game might be pushed back or pushed up. We got a tropical storm, so it might be earlier than normal. But looks like uh, Michael Jordan is going to start at guard, and I keep asking everybody here that comes on the show this week. What's your thoughts on that? Because Michael Jordan, it's not its not completely his fault what happened to Joe Burrow, but it's kind of his fault what happened to Joe Burrow. What's your thoughts on him 
potentially being the starting guard for the Cincinnati Bengals? Well, I think my reaction was the same as everyone's. I was honestly shocked. Uh, you know, I feel for Michael Jordan. I feel like he was in a bad spot last season. And initially when this happened, I was talking to Zim and I thought, you know, well, maybe they're just doing this to give this guy some sort of confidence that he's just not going to get cut this season. Right. So that was what my initial thought was, is, OK, hey, this is just us having a gesture here to say your job is safe. You can't compete. We're not going to hold the injury against you. And then the more that we start to hear out of camp from James Rapine and, and reporters that are on the field, it's <laughs> seeming like this is a real possible thing. And honestly, it does worry me because when I heard uh, Zach Taylor talk about Dante Smith and, uh, you know, his ability to pick things up and how he's played, I sound it sounded like he had some confidence in there. When he talked about Michael Jordan, he said that he has all the ability of the world, but he just has to put it together, which to me sounds like he's not as he's not playing or performing as consistently as a Dante Smith was. So that was kind of concerning to me when you say that, you know, Mike Jordan is going to be your starter at the right guard position. And when I saw Xavier Suofilo backing him up, I was kind of worried about that as well. Now, I haven't been the biggest guy on the Xavier Suofilo hype train. Like, I, I think that he's a solid guy, but I honestly think that he's kind of been a career backup in the NFL. He's got cutting, He's gotten cut from other teams. He actually was cut for Quentin Spain at one of those stops. Um, so I've always been skeptical of him as well. Uh, but when it comes to Michael Jordan, that just it, it kind of scares me. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, it is worrisome. The only thing that I could say is I know that he has been working with Willie Anderson. I know that they have been working with technique. And I, I did hear some things behind the scenes from what kind of happened with that situation, which is why I don't uh, drill into him as much, because a lot of that also was tied to Jim Turner, right? He wasn't right. teaching them the right stuff. And Michael Jordan was just a guy listening to him. And unfortunately, he was not teaching the, the best technique. And the only reason Michael Jordan was in that game, from what I told, is just because he was one of the only guys that actually listened to Jim Turner. And so I'm hoping that he's taken some strides, but I'm still worried about it. And it just makes me worry and wonder, you know, obviously you don't want to not give the guy a chance, but what does Joe Burrow think of this? Like, obviously they played in college and stuff together, but mentally, you know, to have the same guy on the line there blocking for him again, I'm, I'm not so sure what the mindset is, but, but Hey, it's, it's the right guard now, not the left guard. Hopefully he's cleaned up the technique. It seems like from what I've heard, uh, from from people reporting live there that he's actually played somewhat better than Xavier Suofilo, which is which is scary. And it seems like he's, you know, way ahead of Jackson Carmen. But right. obviously, like you said, this preseason game is really going to answer a lot of that. Right. Right. And, oh, absolutely. One thing that worries me is our trenches were horrible last year. Right. And I think that they improved a lot. Don't get me wrong. But I'm worried that I, I just think about the one year where Carl Lawson was blown by Cedric Obwehi, and it was just like, oh, my goodness, our pass rush is going to be amazing. Right. Right. And then it was really that our offensive line was just not good. Right. Yeah. And so I'm worried about that for both sides, but we'll just have to see. All I can say is at this point, since they haven't gone out and signed the Austin Ryder, I'm just going to say, and Frank Pollock, I trust. Hopefully Frank will be able to right this ship. The weirdest part about it to me, though, is Billy Price isn't even getting a look at backup Dude, I, I, at, at right guard at all. Uh, from what I've seen of Billy Price, it's 
he's he's getting blown up, dude. I, I mean, I've seen okay. him get knocked on his butt okay. multiple times. So I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Now, this is what I brought up with uh, Anthony Kazenza on uh, yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what do you think about this? It, it, it might be put up or shut up time for Michael Jordan. The Bengals mm-hmm. really just need to find out where he is. And this might right. be more of trying to find out where Michael Jordan is instead. Well, I said instead of uh, what's against Carmen Jackson, but Carmen Jackson is still on the third string. But I, but I do think this might be more of trying to find out where are they at with Michael, Michael Jordan? Has he improved? All the stuff he did in the offseason, the working with Willie Anderson, the losing of the weight, you know, Frank Pollock, you know, is, is he coaching him up more? I mean, this might be more of that. It's kind of what I, I kind of thought of about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just trying to figure out where he is. And it's also maybe to put a fire under Jackson Carmen's butt saying, hey, you're third string, dude. You got you to gotta step up. And, right. and I really think it's ironic or interesting, I should say, how they're talking up Deontay Smith. Because I thought he was going to be a, a pretty – I still think he could be our future tackle for us. Right. But they really like him at guard. And, I mean, I, I'm the way they're talking, I'm like, is he going to start? Put him. You, yeah. That's that's what I was. That is the impression that I got. Right. When when uh, when Zach Taylor had that press conference and talked about Dante Smith, that made me feel like okay, well maybe they'll put Dante Smith at left guard and they'll put Quentin Spain at right guard and problem solved. Right. But I don't I don't know. We will have to see what the games actually show, and I think that this is a good test to see where the line is. Don't put Joe in there the first game. Let's see what this line looks like. They're going to be going up against some really good guys in Vita Vey. I don't know if Sue is going to play or not, but there's there's no better test than uh, this defensive line that we're going to face with the Bucks to see yes. where this team is and to have Brandon Allen in there and not have Joe Burrow in there. So we'll, we'll just have to see how it plays out. I mean, the thing is, Brandon Allen has looked – again, it's practice, but he's looked really good. I mean, right. I, the, 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 the when the offense was struggling with – with a jackpot Joey Burrow in there or whatever, Brandon Allen's looking really well. Not that right. Brandon Allen's going to start over over Joe Burrow's, but right. there's a, a good chance that this offense could run as good as it's going to, as it possibly could run for a first preseason because Brandon Allen is the quarterback. But I do like it. I'm very happy that the Buccaneers are going to play their starters. I want. We need to find out. Like I said, right. we need to find out about this offensive line. We need to find out about this this defensive line. I can see here. Uh, my buddy Matty Myers throwing out the jackpot Joey Burrow hats to all the uh, <laughs> the Bengals. So, he, like he said in the comments here, uh, we got oh, here it is wrong one. You guys are blowing it up. Like that one, <laughs> we got 20, 20 Bengals now have jackpot Joey Burrow hats. So that's cool. But um, so I do want to get to this uh, question, Han. You guys are blowing it up. I love it. I'm gonna try to get this. Chris says, um, this may, uh, this may, this may, nah. This is a make or break for Jordan. Like, what is – I can't even see my screen here. I uh, like that they're doing it now and you. not the regular season. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like, I got oh my God, too many things going on at one time. Here, how about we just do that? Make it a lot easier for me to read it. Oh, but, yeah, great. that's kind of what I'm saying. I, I think it is a make or break for uh, for Jordan. I, I, we got to find out where, where we're at because not last year, but uh, 2019 – he actually made progress. You know, he nice. did get better. He improved last year. He didn't. So can he get back to the point where he's was in 2019 and, and, and improve upon that? Or is he back to you know 2020? That's where I think we got to find out. I think there's only one way to go is up, man. I mean, after the season, I think that he had last season and my, my recollection of Michael Jordan, when we drafted him, I like the pick. Don't get me wrong. When we took him so many years ago, 
But when I read his prospect profile, he always was, they always described him as a very raw guy that needed to get developed, right? So this is year three, like you're saying. So that development should have paid off. Now, it's probably to his detriment that one year that was under Jim Turner or two years of that was under Jim Turner. But hopefully they can develop him and get him to that potential that people see because the physical tools are there, right? The size, the athleticism, uh, but he's just got to put it all together. Exactly. And it's it's time. I mean, it's what this is what his third year, fourth year? I think it's his fourth year. Believe it might be his fourth year. You guys can let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll, they'll, they'll take care of me. They, they always do. But, yeah, it, it's time to find out where they're at with him. And it's it's going to be a very good test to, to find out. Now, Josh has – we're kind of talking about this a little bit earlier, the, uh, the, but the game might be moved up because of the tropical – is that right, a storm? It's a depression, I guess is what they're calling it, which is not as bad as mm-hmm. a, a storm. Um, but I think there's a good chance – uh, that the game is going to get moved up. And I know you got tickets. Have you heard anything? Yeah, I haven't heard anything as of yet. I've, the only thing I've heard is that it could potentially get moved up. So I'm waiting um, on pins and needles to try to figure out when they're going to do that. Cause I'm in Orlando. So I got to prep to to go down. I'm actually going down with a, a friend of mine, one of my good friends from college that happens to be a Bucks fan. And he knows that I'm a diehard <laughs> Bengals fan. Uh, the dope part about that though, is this kid, um, grew up with Geno Atkins, so he he doesn't oh. even call Geno Atkins Geno. He calls him Gene. I never knew that his real name was Gene. Really? He just call him Geno. Yeah, so huh. he's actually it. childhood friends with Geno Atkins. They used to go to, I think, St. Thomas Aquanica, that, that school that Geo and a lot of Bengals, a lot of former Bengals went to. So right. it'll be a good time, and, you know, I'm just – I'm glad that they're moving it up because I don't want to get rained on. Right, so. yeah. Well, <laughs> if that, that, that we want to get the game in, dude. I'm dying for football. Oh, well, man, we need it. Now tomorrow night. Now you're going to a game with, uh, with your friend who's a Buccaneers fan. Tomorrow's show, Mrs. Ice has wants to come on and talk smack to me about how the Buccaneers are going to destroy the Bengals tomorrow night. Now, <laughs> I hate to say it, there might be a good chance of that because they're playing all the freaking starters, and I don't know how many how many we're going to play. But I'm still going to hold my own and 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 and. and Tell her she's wrong, you know. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the Bengals will will back me up and we'll have a good uh have a good game. This is the one I meant to get on earlier, Hunter. And I think he's talking about Michael Jordan. He said, I don't know how you rebound from a 23 PFF grade and the fourth most pressures without playing well, without playing five five games. I think he's talking about Michael Jordan. Yeah. Which that is that is a like I said, I, I can't answer that. <laughs> I, I you know that's up to Frank Pollock and I think he's doing what's best for the Bengals. Right. It just does scare me and just irritates me, honestly, is because, I, you know me, I was team chase all the way, and right. I kept saying we can get uh, – and I kept saying we don't, we don't need a tackle. We need a guard. I said we can get one in the second round. And they traded back, and I liked to trade back and got Jackson Carmen And, you know, him being third string, that, like that's not what I was, I was expecting, you know. So it, yeah. it is yeah. – it is kind of. I mean, it's just, tough. You were you were thinking about the Migos right here. So there's Jeff. I will say this. Obviously, at one point I was on Team Panay. We're all part of, of Team Chase now, right? But the one thing I'll say is this, and I kind of tweeted it out earlier. There's a lot of linemen that were taken either before or, actually, or after Jackson Carmen that are struggling as well. Uh, I mean, I just posted it earlier. There's a lot of guys. 
Christian Derrissaw's fighting an injury. Panay Sewell is struggling yeah. at uh, right tackle. So who's to say that he would have been able to come in here and be a tackle right. or guard or whatever we needed from him? Uh, Sam Cosme, like a lot of the people that people named are struggling right now. Ironically, um, the Slater gang is probably celebrating right now because well, Rashawn Slater apparently is looking okay. To me, the difference is Slater played last year. I mean, right. Chase has been struggling a little bit here in, in training camp and, and, and Sewell's struggling. Those guys didn't play last year. So right. you take a whole year well, off. Dylan, Dylan Redun's another one that people talked about. He's he struggled to the point where they took him from the tackle position and made him a backup right guard. So there's a <laughs> lot of guys right now struggling. I think even uh, Landon Dickerson was another one that I heard people throw around. They're keeping him slow because he's still coming off of that ACL injury. So, you know, Jackson Carmen is definitely disappointed to this point. Let's just hope that it seems like he has to get in shape. That sounds yeah, like one thing. I've heard that a lot, yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing, right? You can be the best practice player and all of that. But at the end of the day, if Jackson Carmen gets in there and he shows uh, that he can actually play in this league against, you know, maybe a Sue or something like that. Now, the one thing that was interesting was the other day uh, they said that he's going to play a lot. They did say that. They well, did good. say he that should. Jackson Carmen is going to play a to. lot. So. He needs to get some reps in, man. Well, that's that's the part that's that's I'm down there at camp and he's not getting a lot of reps. That's where I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, well, how in the hell is he supposed to get any better if he's not getting any reps? Now, right. when I saw him today. They did a run now against gets his third straight, but they did a running play, and he did a great job of walling him up and turning turning his uh the, the defense guy to the inside, and the run, running back ran right through the gap. So right. that was good. But again, it's gets the third string. Hopefully, right. it'll translate to doing it in the the first string. And it's like Duke Tobin said yesterday. I think it was on the Bengals Booth podcast mm-hmm. uh, or the day before that. I don't remember. He said he thinks offensive line is the hardest position to come into the NFL alert, and oh, yeah. Jackson yeah. Carmen is playing a new position. He's has a, never played guard in college. I, mean, I think maybe one game, I think he, they said he played guard. But mm-hmm. for the most his most of his college career, he's been a tackle. So, right. w- including myself, <laughs> got to relax. <laughs> I mean, it's still the beginning of it. We'll see We'll see what happens. But right. talk about the, your shirt in the background. I love it. I want I want everybody to know where they can get that, the Migos. Tell, oh, tell yeah, it's the Migos shirt. I, I forgive the people that have been uh, following me from New Stripe City. I, I just realized that I didn't have the link in the description. So um, they're available at NewStripeCity.com. Um, they're pretty dope. This is actually the first one that I made. So the one that's available now, it actually doesn't say the culture or anything under that. But you still get the three Migos there. Uh, Jamar Chase got one, ended up shouting me out. So appreciate that. Appreciate everybody that shared it on social media. Um, they're available in white, black, and orange, and you can get them at NewStripeCity.com. You got you got an extra fat size. That's kind of, that's kind of the size. I oh, we got you, bro. I get you. I get you one cent over. Thanks <laughs> for the hookup. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, all right. Uh, I see you got you got about ten more minutes. Let's see here. Where do we want to go on here? Um, well, we got to talk about it, right? The animal, the elephant in the room. We got to talk about it, man. Go this for happened it. today. Bring it up. Go for it. How do you feel? Let me ask you. How do you feel about the Jesse Bates situation? I'm uh, I'm disappointed. I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm surprised. I, I thought he would be signed already. To be honest, right. I mean, I really did. Um, especially after they got Hubbard done. So that right. was so. And I, I still don't know if it's completely over yet. I mean, they said mm-hmm. they haven't completely. They're just not close. <laughs> but it, you know, but they don't sign by the time if he doesn't sign by the time the season starts. It, it might not it's going to roll into to next season and then it's going to cost the Bengals even more money yeah and 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 that's where i'm kind of worried about it like 
when it came out that, you know, they weren't close and that it wasn't going to get done now, I, I was somewhat worried about that because, you know, we felt like you said, after Hubbard was done, it felt like it was a foregone conclusion, right? That's right. why we've been mm-hmm. holding on to this money is to, to pay Jesse Bates and extend him. And, you know, he's coming off one of the best seasons he's ever had. I mean, he's a second-team All-Pro. It's a no-brainer. The Bengals haven't had an All-Pro that they've hit on in the draft in quite some time, right? So, right. to me, it just kind of hurt to see him. And then the weird part was they interviewed him the next day. <laughs> like, I don't know how that was, you know. But it just hurt because you could kind of hear the pain in his voice because we've been seeing the Bengals, you know, marketing team on social media and everybody pushing this narrative you know, number one, best safety in the league. He's even saying it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the thing, like the thing that he said that stuck out to me was they don't feel like I'm one of the top safeties. Yeah. It's one thing to say, you know, I want to be the number one paid safety, but you you're not considering him top five, like from the well. That's that's like- the thing, dude. It's like it, it, they're people are saying they have the 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 franchise tag in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're going to franchise tag them, then you're paying them like the top five safety in the league. So <laughs> so what, just pay them, right? Just- so that's where I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. That and and Crips got a, a, a question here. So do you think uh, do you believe Jesse Bates' agent is pouting to the news? And you think he's the one because I heard somebody say that mm-hmm. it might be, I think it was Jay Morrison, that it might be mm-hmm. the agent going out and, and saying this stuff. I mean, it, it a lot of the time, most of that stuff does come from the agent, right? So I right. think when that stuff got leaked, what, two days ago, right. when they, they weren't close, I think it was the agent. The one thing, though, for me is Jesse Bates came out and said he was, he was eager to get a deal done. So to me, I think from that standpoint, I don't – it kind of reminds me of uh, – I forget who it was, but I think it may have been George Iloka when he was like, man, let's just get the deal done. Like, I just want to want to be in Cincinnati. And that was kind of the energy that I got from Jesse. So obviously we don't we're not privy to the specifics. I've said this before. It's not like Jesse Bates is sitting across from the table talking to to Mike Brown or Katie or anything. It's 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 the agent. So Jesse only hears what what his agent is telling him and stuff. So it just gets brought up. For when it gets close to, to making a deal or whatever. And I, I, and I mean, it's tough because you got other safeties out there that don't have their deals yet, right? Jamal Adams, uh-huh. some other guys. So you, you kind of have uncommon. to lay that. Yeah, right. It's not uncommon to what's going on, but right. I, I, I was getting to argue with guys that worked today. They're like, well, same old Mike Brown. He's cheap. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't, I'm not saying that he's not, that I don't think, I don't think he's cheap. I don't know what's going on because mm-hmm. when it comes to his own players, he's not cheap. He usually right. pays his own players. Right. So like you said, we don't we don't know everything of, of what's going on. The one thing that I'll say, though, is, you know, I just hope it doesn't it doesn't leave a sour taste in his mouth because, you right. know, sometimes players look at that as, you know, they might feel slighted or something like that. And even if you franchise him, he still might be disgruntled. So that's the only thing I think hey, he did kind of take the high road. And he's like, you know, this isn't about me. This is about the Bengals. This is about me, you know, proving my worth to the team um, if it comes to that. So. It, it sucks that obviously we wanted him to get the deal, but hopefully this thing will still work itself out. I, that's the part that I'm just worried about is hopefully they didn't strike a nerve with him is what I'm hoping. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping it's just, a, you know, it's, it's not like the guaranteed money. It, it's, it's little things that they're still working on, you know, that, that far right. apart is, you know, just uh, 
bonuses and stuff like that. I'm hoping it's that. I hope it's nothing big. And I'm hoping that the agent is just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to put it out there because I want to get this done. This deal should have been done already. And he leaked it to the, uh, which that's, that's completely plausible because, you know, he does have uh, one of the higher tier agents. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that that came from it. And, you know, hopefully this isn't one of those deals where the agent gets in between the player and the team because, you know, it's obvious to me that, that Jesse Bates wants to be here. Oh, it's absolutely. obvious that the Bengals value him. I mean, you look at all the offseason marketing and stuff like that. I mean, him and Hubbard were, you know, pretty much presented as the leaders of this team. So we'll have well, to see. Well, they were on all the new stripe stuff. So, I mean, that's, exactly. you know. That's there though. So that's why I don't know why you're having this this new campaign, new stripes and all that stuff. And one of the guys you you primarily focused on was Jesse Bates. Pretty sure they're going to sign him, I would think. Right. So what is your thoughts? Now we know that Joe Burrow is not starting Saturday. Zach Taylor yes. has come out and said he's not starting Saturday. Mm-hmm. Zach Taylor has not come out and said that he's not starting any preseason game. He's <laughs> kind of left that open. Right. What's your I, – I, dude, I keep going back and forth. I'm like, because if the offensive line sucks in preseason, they're going to suck in the regular season, you know? So is there a, a big difference? I mean, I, I, I kind of was leaning more toward let them play a series or two yeah. to get the rust off, you know? Right. I really don't think they're going to blast him in preseason. At least I hope to God not. I don't know. What's your thoughts on Joe playing or, or where do you think the Bengals are at? I mean, honestly, I've always felt like he should at least get a series. I think I think one series, you know, hopefully wouldn't expose him to too much. There's things that you can do with that, right, when it comes to it. You could run the ball. There's there's all kind of things that you could try, you know, try to protect them in shotgun instead of having them right under the center. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, he needs to get at least one series. I mean, he's not going to be fully comfortable if you give him no preseason and just throw him out there week one. And I, I think that that would be dangerous because, you know, at this point it's mental, right? Yes. The knee is strong. He's, he said that. Yeah. The I mean, knee is strong. It's, it's mental. So he's just got to get over that mental hurdle. And the only way that he's going to be able to do that is you throwing him into a game for a series. Like we're not saying for him to play the entire first half. We're not saying no, for him yes. to do any of that. I, I'm just saying one series, not yeah. even two. Just give yeah. me one. Just give, give yeah. me one series. If it's a three and out, it's a three and out. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. He can come back to the bench. But I'm, I understand how some people are like, no, don't put him in there at all. But I think at this point, just mentally, he's got to be able to, to have that. So that way, in the first quarter of, of the Vikings game, he's not constantly worried about that and doesn't get settled into the second quarter. Yeah, I, I am leaning more toward letting him play at least a series. And, and that is more of what Joe Burrow has said. You know, he came out and said, you know, it's a mental thing, a hurdle. He even admitted it. It's mm-hmm. a mental hurdle, hurdle he has to get over. And what they've been doing is he's, it, by his request, is they're putting coaches right by him and by his feet and kind of diving in and stuff like that just for him to make him more uncomfortable to get used to it. Because mm-hmm. – it's it's like I said, it's a mental hurdle he's got to go, go through. And the other thing is people say, well, he didn't have preseason or anything last year, and he was fine. Yeah, but he wasn't coming off a major knee surgery, and <laughs> right. he played an entire college football se- uh, season. It's right. it's a, it's a, it's different. You know, he hadn't played uh, since November. And we're talking about Jamar Chase knocking off the rust, and he hadn't played in a year. Burrow's got to knock the rust off, too, no matter what is your cut. If you haven't played football in a, a long uh, period of time, the best way to get back to learn how to play it is to play football. You know, you got to get out there and you got to play. You got to. And so I'm leaning more toward, I want to at least be out there for a series. It's not going to happen. 
against the Buccaneers. But maybe we'll see it in one of the other two preseasons. But I know it's almost 6 o'clock, and you got it rolling out of here. You and Ace are going to uh, tape your show. Well, what do you guys got coming on your, your show? Is that going to be airing tonight, or, or are you guys taping and putting it out? Yeah, we're, we're actually uh, about to do that here. We're going to go live in probably about 15, 20 minutes from now. Uh, we're just going to be answering a lot of questions around some of the topics that we kind of talked about. You know, Jesse Bates and the contract situation, Joe Burrow and the overhyped struggles of him and Chase, which I, yeah. aren't even here anymore, aren't even a thing. It's not even. Uh, it's so. not yet. We didn't. We didn't even get to that. It's not even a thing. Like, I, <laughs> I, yeah. But, you know, I'll put it to you this way, man. This is. I'm cutting you off, sorry. But no, you're good. Th- this fan base is so locked in to to the Bengals. Whatever happens. They're like, oh my goodness! Oh, that's bad! Oh, that's good! Oh, that's good. I've ne- I've never seen this fan base so locked in in my entire life of being a Bengals fan. It's I think it's cool, but it's also right. kind of like, relax, relax, relax. Okay, all right, <laughs> Just we'll relax. be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> so, what time are you guys coming on tonight? Uh, I think it'll be around six fifteen, six thirty. So, should be pretty soon. So, if cool. you don't after after you guys don't leave here. <laughs> Stay here, finish stra- sports with strawberry ice because it will be up and you guys can watch it at, at your convenience or leisure. And then we'll have the audio podcast probably up either tonight or tomorrow morning. So I think we're actually going to do two shows. So I think we're doing tonight and possibly tomorrow. We have to see. There you go. Well, Ace, as always, I appreciate when you come on. You and your boy Zim are, are been great to me coming on my show and John Sharon and Anthony and all you guys from the Cincy Jungle. So I appreciate you guys coming on and uh, take it easy, brother. All right, brother. Who day? Who day? All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, yes, Ryan, the fan base is is going crazy. Yes, it is. And it's it's cool. I, I like it that the fan base is going crazy to a certain extent. <laughs> Sometimes it's kind of like, relax, it's okay. We'll be all right. Now, I'm gonna go back in the chat because somebody said Jesse Winker hit a grand slam. Yeah, say Brad, Jesse Winker hit a grand slam. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Now, I, let's get into some Reds conversation. We can do this while uh, you guys are watching uh, the game. I had some thoughts. The last three games that we have had, we should have won at least two out of the three. I've said that I don't know how many times this year. The problem, and I'm not going to completely blame the bullpen, Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and Wade Miley, all three of them had bad starts. All three of them did. The Reds came back at two of them, bullpen blew two of them. And we're and yesterday I got on David Bell for not using the guys who are reliable. Well, he used Lucas Sims last night, and Lucas Sims gave up a three-run homer in the eleventh inning. It's mind-numbingly frustrating. This team has probably lost twenty games, I think, this year, directly because of the bullpen. I mean, they picked themselves up off the mat again, Joey. Joseph Daniel Votto, the legend, hit a two-run homer to tie it up in the ninth inning. We get it to the 11th, and we give up a three-run homer to lose. Now, the nice of the offense would have scored one run. You know, we had a guy in second base. Couldn't do it, but it's – this season has been a lot of fun, and I completely agree with what you're saying here. I quote the great. I quote the great. I'll just go with the great. Reds are such an emotional roller coaster. I'm just gotten emotionally detached myself from this at this point. And I, that's kind of where I'm at. 
I'm like I said I, I said this yesterday. I'm apathetic about this. In my heart of hearts, I want them to make the playoffs. I just don't see it. I mean, I was talking to one of the guys at work today. They when they were, I think they're they're six, six or seven games out of first place right now. I can't remember which one. Last time when they got within four, they went on like a 10-game winning streak. That's what has to happen for them to come close to getting within four. Now, that's why the wild card is a better shot as far as mathematically for the Reds to win. But like I keep saying, the Padres and the Dodgers and the Giants are just better teams than us at this point. I don't think we're going to catch up. I hope we do. Uh, let's see here. Let's get crown. What's up? Iceman. Are you going to watch the field of dreams game tonight? Um, maybe depends on, I'm not a huge Yankees. fan. I love the movie field of dreams. I'm not a big Yankees fan. Um, if the reds are getting their butts kicked and they will have the game still going on because the games started. I don't know why they started at five so early, but yeah, I might watch some of it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that. I like the reds. <laughs> if it ain't the reds, Eh, I, I like the Reds, and then if the Reds are in the playoff or the, the race, then I'll watch what other team they're chasing or behind them or stuff like that. I might watch some of it. We'll see. Josh, Joey Tide, Pete Rose for the all-time Reds RBI. RBIs. That is awesome. Joseph Dan Duvato is having a phenomenal year. I mean, right now, since Nick Castellanos got hurt. Joey Votto has picked up the pace and is carrying this team. And like I said, last night is just a typical game for the Reds this year. They get behind, they fight back, they tie it up, and then the bullpen blows it. It's happened time and time and time again. <sighs> very, very frustrating. All right, I think we have a new, new comment here. Steady, drop them. What's up? Welcome to the show. So I'm a Bengals fan and a Seattle Mariners fan and a Dodge Merrick fan and an Orange Duck fan. <laughs> well, it's rough times. One title between four teams. Hey, man, at least you had one title. <laughs> I mean, here lately, my kids have never seen the Reds or the Bengals win a playoff game. I've seen the Reds win the World Series and I've seen the Bengals go to two Super Bowls, but my kids haven't seen them do anything. So, yes, tough times indeed. All right, the Reds. <laughs> Reds are such an abusive relationship to love. In fact, since I sports in general, you see Bearcats, Reds, Bengals, etc. Yeah. Well, and that's where I just get to. Like I said, somebody asked me today, like, well, why are you so what the Bengals do? What, what did Mike Brown do? I'm like, okay. The Bengals problem is the offense line. What did they do? They signed Riley Reef. They drafted Jackson Carmen. They drafted Deontay Smith. They drafted uh, Hill from uh, Georgia. They addressed the offense line. No, did they address it as much as we all would like? Probably not, but at least they addressed it. What did the Reds do for their worst part of their ball club? They made it worse in the offseason. They traded away Rachel Iglesias. They did not tender a contract to Archie Bradley. They did nothing to add suitable relief pitchers. Now you can say, well, what if you know Jackson Carmen's on third string? So what's that tell you? That just tells me right now Jackson Carmen's at the third string and we have to find out what happens. You know, so it's right now I'm giving the Bengals the benefit of the doubt. If we go into the season and the offensive line struggles, 
it's it's not going to be good. I really don't think they're going to. Because like I said, we've said this before. We don't need the Bengals' offensive line to be awesome. They just need to be good because Joe Burrow is going to get the ball out fast. That's the way this offense is designed to get the ball out quick. So uh, let's see here. Uh, the great says every Cincinnati sports team is so close. It sucks. And yep. They second, they tease away for it. Now, one thing I want to show you guys, um, this is a interesting, uh, thing I found from Joe Luckup. This is how the Reds bullpen has been this year. Most losses in the MLB when leading in the eighth inning or later. You see, here's number two there with 10. That's the Reds. Just thinking we had those, those, that's eighth inning. Eighth inning. You need six outs. That's it. That's all you need. If the Reds could have got six outs in those 10 games, that'd be 10 more wins. That's a huge difference. <laughs> huge. That right there is your season. 10 games. What well, well, if we had 10 more wins? You don't think we'd be, you know, within maybe in first place, within a game or two of first place? That's the whole problem with the season right there. It, it I can't, you know, and I get tired of, I get tired. That's what people are like, you want to talk Reds? I'm like, I'll talk Reds, but it's hard for me to talk Reds right now because of what is happening over and over and over again. And it just, it's it's annoying. It's very, 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 very annoying. And it's Bob Castellini's fault. But it is what it is. I don't know what the score of the game is. Let me see if I can find it on my phone. I'm sure you guys know because you're probably watching it or listening while oh the Reds are winning four to one. There you go. Four to one, and it is in the third inning. So that is very, very cool. So tomorrow, like I said. Rabbit, you're late. You were you were on earlier. You were on earlier. You said what you said, what's up? Do you leave? <laughs> you're not supposed to leave, Rabbit. Once I start the show, Rabbit, you got to stay on. Just kidding, dude. Welcome back. <laughs> um, so Bengal Saturday night. Now, yeah, we all have to pay attention because it might be earlier than uh it's scheduled because of the tropical depression that's coming in. Couple things I want to I want to look at. I'm definitely going to be watching offensive line off. Obviously, when Jackson Carmen gets in there, how does he look? I'm going to try to watch Michael Jordan a lot. See how he looks. I do think this is a a. I really do think this is more of them trying to see what do they have in Michael Jordan. Did I say Michael Jackson? Michael Jordan. Because they have to find out. Because there is a chance that they could. Release Serphilia and because of the money he's owed. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Rabbit, I'm telling you, Carmen will pan out. I can feel it in my bones. I hope, and I'm not saying he's not going to, Rabbit. I, I'm not saying that. I, I, like I said, I watched him against the, the thirds today. I get him up on a bridge, but I did see him make a really good push. He didn't lose any ground and he turned the guy, and the running back ran right through the hole. So, that's exactly what you want him to do. And it's a lot going on for him because, like I said, just like Duke Tobin said, he hasn't played guard. He played tackle at 
at Clemson. And the offensive line could be one of the hardest positions to learn how to play. I've never played offensive line. I don't know. I'm going by what Duke Tobin says. But the interesting thing in all of this is Deontay Smith, of how he's stepping up. And he is second behind Spain as guard. So, like I said, there's part of me kind of like, it's the, I like to see how he does, you know? Because I, I really do my bones when I when we drafted him, thought he was going to be our future right tackle. Probably, maybe not next year, but, you know, the year after that, something like that. But he has, did not look very good at tackle. He's looked a lot better at guard. So, those are things that I'm going to be watching at, watching for. I'm also, I want to watch, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to watch Evan McPherson. You guys are going to really enjoy watching this kid kick. I, I can't stop talking about it because it's just a nice, easy swing, and he drills it almost every time. And I'm kind of hoping maybe when he is out there kicking, it, maybe it is raining, not a downpour, but, you know, give him some elements, give him something hard to do, you know. And I really want to see the defense. You know, I want to see what is what I'm seeing down there from the bridge, watching Trey Hendrickson, watching Hubbard, watching Osai, watching Sample go through and get to Joe Burrow. Is that going to happen against these Super Bowl champs where they're going to be starting, I think, their entire offensive line? At least in the first quarter, I don't know how long they're going to they're going to stay. So this is a big test for the Bengals for the um, to find out where these guys are. What are what is what we're seeing in camp? Is it going to translate to the regular season? And uh, and that's the only reason to watch preseason, <laughs> you know, because doesn't really matter if they win or lose or whatever. It's more of getting the work in, getting out, not getting injured, and for the Bengals finding out about the guard position because honestly there really isn't that many that much competition in camp i mean really what what is the competition other than i'm serious other than guard i i mean our tackles are set i think spain's our other guard hopkins is our center you know and, and billy price if he doesn't start stepping up I, I he might not make it this year uh i think hills look pretty good as far as being the, the backup center billy i see billy price get knocked on his butt you know, and just ran around. So, and Trey Hendrickson or uh, Trey Hopkins, he's still recovering from his knee injury. So, like, just like Zach Taylor said, it's more of trying to get him. And he said these three guys specifically CJ, ooh, Zama, Trey Hopkins, and Joe Burrow, getting them to week one is the plan. Not, you know, not getting them to play the preseason. But I think there is a very good chance that Joe Burrow is going to play at least a series. Not this weekend. Maybe next weekend. Maybe the weekend after that. We'll see. But I think he needs it for the mental th- part of it. You know, I think that ha- that has to happen. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to happen, but I think it'll help. Every little bit helps. That's why the coaches are standing around Joe Burrow and kind of not diving, but kind of just lunging at his legs, just. So hopefully his eyes don't move, you know, because you want his eyes going downfield. So it's going to be a lot of fun and very interesting to see what happens Saturday night. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm really curious to see if Joe Burrow is going to play in the preseason. Like I said, playing one series. I, I'm kind of leaning more toward playing one series. Carson Palmer played 
I know he played in preseason when he came back from his knee injury. I don't remember how many, how, how often he did, how much he did play, but he did play. So, Adam, you think he definitely needs to play? I think, I think he, it would help. You know, just to get, like I said, he's got to get that. And I don't want him to get hit. No, no, he wants to get hit. I don't want Burrow getting hit. <laughs> I know that once he gets that first hit, first hit out of the way and he gets up and he's fine, I think it's going to be, you know, smooth sailing from there. I really do. But did you guys check out on my Twitter line? And I put the whole interview on uh, Instagram and Facebook of Joe Burrow, Jackpot Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase yesterday. And the part I put on Twitter was where he said, we're not here for moral victories. We're here to win the division. We want to get to the playoffs. The easy way to get to the playoffs is win the division. Now you can say, well, what you can say, well, what's he supposed to say? Hey, he can say we're just looking to get, try to get better and improve every day. You know, we're just trying to come out here and do our job and you know, yada yada yada. It's vanilla stuff. That's not what he said. He said, We're not here for moral victories. We're here to win the division, to try to get to the playoffs. That's where these guys' mindset is. If this offensive line can hold up, we have a very good shot at this. And I'm really liking. I don't even think I got to this point yet. The H boys have looked really well uh, as far as the defense line goes. But Drew Sample and Joseph Osai, I think, have made plays. And I have to tell you this. I was talking to Ace about this before the show started. I'm pretty sure Drew Sample beat Jonah Williams today. I'm pretty sure it was him. I said up, up on the bridge. I couldn't tell. But he came around the right side, and Burrow was running for his life. That's a good sign from Drew Sample. Jonah Williams would be fine. I'm not worried about him getting beat one time. I mean, I don't want him to get beat at all in the regular season. But for Drew Sample as a rookie to beat Jonah Williams, that's a good thing for the Bengals because if they can get that rotation, if Osai and Sample can be part of that rotation, our defense could be really, really good. Oh, wow, the Reds are winning 8-1 to one now? Awesome. Maybe that's a big enough lead or our bullpen won't blow it. Uh, let's see here. Get a couple of questions and I'll probably get out of here. All right, Rad. I'll be happy to see our quarterback do do as well. Allen is pretty good. And that's what I'm telling you. Allen's no joke. Allen is not is good. I mean, he's he I know Jeremy went off on me, you know, a couple months ago when they signed him. I'm like, Brandon Allen's a pretty good backup quarterback. He knows this offense. He knows it as good as Joe Burrow does. I think he he might surprise some people. Not that I want the Bengals, not that, oh, we could trade him. No, keep him. We need, we need him as our backup quarterback. Chris, preseason game three in Cincinnati. Will be nice to see him get, get a series. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking, Chris. You know, at least get him in the jungle in front of fans. Because if you're going to play him one series, at least play him so we can watch him. So, we'll see. Oh, I say Drew Sample. Sorry, Cam Sample. My bad. Cam Sample, not Drew Sample. <laughs> Too many names. I know who you guys knew who I meant. I meant Cam Sample. But yeah, Cam Sample see like he he made a really good play against the ones today. And that's just a good sign. The way him and Osai have have they have flashed. And I've heard Paul Dean Jr. and other guys say that or, or they flashed. You know, you've seen the potential of what they can do. Now they do it on a consistent basis. We'll find out. 
But I think I'll get the heck on out of here because uh, Ace and Zim are about to come on. So, and I get done here, go check those guys out. They should be starting here about 6.30. But let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. And if you have not joined these Facebook groups and you love the Bengals, Reds, Bearcats, and Buckeyes, join these groups. Yahoo Day Nation. Bengals Nation. Bengals Who Day Nation. Cincinnati Bengals the Jungle. Cincinnati Reds, Rodney Third, heading for home. Bearcat country. I'm telling you, Bearcats are going to be good. And for all my Buckeyes out here, you got Ohio State Bucknuts, and then the Ice Bar is my show page. You guys can join there. Belly up to the bar. We can talk some sports there. You follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trample. I'm at 800 and something followers. I'm so close to 1,000 followers. So if you're not following me on Twitter, please follow me on Twitter. I'd love to get up to 1,000 followers on Twitter. That would be awesome. Uh, TikTok is at Iceman90. You can check that out. I'll be putting up uh, the video uh, that I took that you guys got to see a little bit earlier on the show. Putting it up on the channel. Also probably putting it up on TikTok. Do something cool with it up there. So make sure you check out the channel later on for the video from the Bengals camp. And like I said, I'll be putting it up on TikTok. I'll be pulling a sound off later on tonight. Putting it up on the podcast. Make sure if you have not listened or not, we don't want to watch the show for an hour, you can listen to it. Please listen to it. I mean, I can't believe how many of you guys are listening to it right now. My podcast is blowing up. That is awesome. The show, I keep saying the show is blowing up. You guys have been absolutely awesome. The support I get from Cincinnati fans has been great. But the podcast will be up on Bean Pod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, I'm there. Make sure you rate, like, review. Give me a couple comments. Tell me how awesome I am. <laughs> and YouTubers, like I said, we are 1,320. Or not 22. 20 would be great. 1,302 subscribers. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. If you're watching us on Facebook, Twitter, go to YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. I would appreciate it. And other than that, as my boy... Jeremy Dimebag D's Nuts, Dean. And yes, I'm going to call you that every single time at the end of the show until you come back on. You have this stupid job or whatever. Sheesh, come do a, do a job that you don't get paid to do. I mean, that, come on, that makes more sense. Would always say, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? The Reds are winning eight to one right now. I'm gonna go watch it. You guys have a great weekend. Join me tomorrow. Mrs. Ice is coming for me. House divided. Bengals Nation, Hootay Nation. We have to unite against the tyranny of the Buccaneers fans. Join me tomorrow. And other than that, that's just oh, I gotta put this up here. I can't even. I gotta put. I started doing that, and I don't have the ending yet. It, it, it would be. It would just be me sitting there like this. Now I'll try this. Try it this way. I start talking and I gotta get computer stuff done too. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya! You're about to enter the world of strawberry ice and the ice cave. Let's go! You know, league, the league rule was you're not really supposed Probably to take do. him out of that conversation. In that Man, he started from absolute scratch. I would draft Aziz Ojalari or any. any uh, nobody's doing seven step drops in playing, right you know, playing tackle for him. So right. It's. 22 years old. Devonta Smith, same thing. You, you, you just can't. You, you can't do that. You can't do that. I thought that 2010 that he should be in the Hall of Fame, and they put him in after he is gone. 
the last one to fill the stadium. I, I, I remember you guys saying that. It's crazy. So, I, I see that he's taken uh, the non. But overall, that that line wasn't better. No, um, I, you know, they still... you know, he's talking to the refs and, and saying, "Hey, I'm not going to get those calls." He's, he's coming. He, he, what, he's oh, yeah. coming. And he'd be in section 158 with me. So we're these guys have learned basically since they've been in the major leagues. 